Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. still January 2024 uh because yeah in my head it's like April for some weird reason like I saw a TikTok like six months in and we're like wait it's only January does this <laughs> somehow become the longest month in my head is it always like mm. that to me January and February are the longest months okay. of the year it yeah. just feels like maybe because I'm still stretching 2023 in my head yeah. that it feels super long anyway mm-hmm. but you know what Happy January 2024, and we are talking about native drag artist Lady Shug. Uh, I'm very excited about this. So Lady Shug, or Kai Victor, I hope I'm saying that right, I couldn't find their names. So we're going to stick with Lady Shug, um, uh, who goes by she, her, or they and them pronouns, and we're going to stick with they, them pronouns, um, is a non-binary queer drag activist um, and is a part of the Navajo Nation or Diné Nation and have been, quote, fighting for equal rights as an activist for LGBTQ2S, Two-Spirit, Indigenous relatives to create equal rights in rural areas and reservations that do not protect those on Indigenous lands, nor are there no laws or hate crimes laws to protect us, this is a quote, as well as if you're in same-sex marriage, your marriage isn't valid through the Diné Navajo tribe. And this is according to a 2022 Advocate.com article uh, with Lady Shug. And BT dubs, yes, that's still a thing and in, in that's still a conversation, especially as the new anti-queer policies have traveled all over the country. The uh, different Indigenous communities have have also been affected, obviously, or have always been affected. Apparently, in 2005, there was an anti-LGBTQ two-spirit policy um, outlawing marriage for queer people. So, yeah, that's not great. And one of the things that Lady Shug has been really, really active and passionate about 
are these types of policies. Right. But their activism expands much further back than that. Uh, However, before we get into all of that, let's talk about who they are and how they got to where they are today. Lady Suge talked with The Queer Review and told their story on how they were introduced and became a part of the drag scene. Quote, I went to a boarding school on my reservation, graduated high school, and my goal was for the longest time, I don't know why, but I wanted to go to Vegas. It was like Vegas, Vegas, Vegas for like all four years of high school. Me and my best friends said, as soon as we get out of here, let's go to Vegas. Of course, my senior year came and I went to California where I was introduced to the club scene and that's where I got adopted for a little bit. So I dabbled in the artistry of that. I didn't really see too much of the drag scene. It was more like the makeup and the androgyny of the club kid culture, club life. I got into that really quickly and my backbone grew stronger, I guess you could say. And I finally achieved my goal from high school about two years after I left when I moved to Vegas and went to school over there. And they go on, quote, I just walked into a bar one day and it was a Latin night and I saw my first drag show. It was an all Latin cast and I saw this entertainer and she thought I was one of the Latin kids. Normally living in these big cities, they assume that I'm Latin. And when I tell them that I'm indigenous or native, they are like, what? Native like TP? Then I have to educate them about the stereotypes of being indigenous that we are still walking amongst these people and we're not a taboo. And so my drag mother was performing in front of me at Hamburger Mary's and we just had a connection. Right. Um, And the story continues, quote, three times a week, I would go to see my drag mother, Coco Vega. She's a well-known pageant gown designer and she took me under her wing. I was one of her backstage assistants. So that's how I was first exposed to drag. Uh, One day, my drag mother said that one of the girls had canceled and she was like, I'm putting you in drag. So that day, Coca Vega painted me, put a costume on me, and said, there you go, go out there. And it just kind of clicked. I felt like I was a transformer, like it just felt so right, and it just kind of took off from there. I ended up working at Crave, which is no longer open, but it was one of the largest gay clubs in Las Vegas, so I was working on the Las Vegas Strip for like seven nights a week doing drag, having my own night, and then they had a cabaret drag show I was in, so I started to be more comfortable in my drag, but it was more on the glamour side, that's how I was taught. And in another article uh, for Extra Magazine, they talked about how they came up with their stage name. And they said, quote, actually, before Suge, my name was Sugar Booger. I used to hang around a bunch of the kids in Los Angeles, and they used to call me Sugar Booger because they always said, oh, gosh, Suge, you know you're really sweet, but your makeup and your drag is kind of boogerish. Then when I moved to Vegas, I found my drag mother, Coco Vega. She was like, no, honey, you're no booger. From now on, you're going to be named Lady Shug. It just kind of stuck. Mind you, I was the lady before Lady Gaga. That's probably how long I've been doing drag. I should let out a quote was fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. 
on demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And they have been using their performance and shows as a way to help not only the LGBTQ2S community, but the indigenous community as well. Uh, throughout their career, Lady Shug has been on the rise in the drag community, working to advocate for rights and acceptance from their own community. In that same Queer Advocate article, they say, quote, On our reservation, we have little fairs in the fall. So there's an Eastern fair, a Western fair in the different agencies, and these fairs are big. Our relatives come from small communities from all over to these towns, to these fairs. They're like the Texas State Fair or something like that. They have traditional dances, they have powwows, they have rodeos, carnivals, they have 4-H, and a lot of people that parade from the little children to the elders. I thought, you know what, I'm going to bring drag to that. So I was trying to hit up all these fair boards and organizers to say, hey, I can produce a show, give me a space, I can fill it. But they never wanted it. They never approved it or even responded. So in 2016, right after I won Miss New Mexico Pride, I started performing in Arizona, where they have a fair, which is the Navajo Nation Fair, held in Window Rock, Arizona. I performed outside of the gates, and I remember the first time I performed there, it was raining like cats and dogs, but people were into it. They had blankets and umbrellas, and they had to wait for an hour before the show could start. We were out in the dirt. There were no lights. There was no stage. We just had a good sound system, and we were excited to perform for our people. By the end of the show, there was a rainbow over us. It was so beautiful. Yeah, and they continue on. After that, I just kept plugging away, trying to get inside fairground, but they never would allow me until this last year when Tuba City, which is the Western Navajo Nation Fair, finally picked me up and put me on the main stage to be the opening act for Snow the Product. I mean, we had our own banners. We had the headline stage. We weren't in the corner. We were actually on the main stage. We were on the lineup, and we were treated like one of the main entertainers. I broke down after that show. Of course, when I do those shows on my reservation, I have an all-Indigenous cast. 
And they talked about how sometimes they get flack because they don't put white drag queens uh, in the show. But I think that makes sense since it's for an indigenous group. But, you know. And when uh, asked of what their heritage meant and why it was important to them, Lady Shug said, I was raised by a really strong matriarchy. I had my mom, my grandma, my dad's grandma, my aunts. I was always around strong women. And I think that's where I developed my backbone and my love and passion to give back to my people. I always see it with my queer and trans friends. They're the caregivers. They're the ones that take care of grandma and grandpa. They're the ones that cook the meals, but then they're also the ones who sometimes have to go to chop the wood or fix stuff because they're the ones who are there helping their elders or helping their nephews, nieces, their brothers and sisters. And then I have drag children. And one of my drag daughters, she does traditional dancing and she dances for both sides of the spectrum. She dances on the female side and the male side. We're the caregivers. We are the people who are able to be on both sides of the spectrum. I guess you'd say the man and woman part of it. We're considered five-finger people, and there are five different genders of masculinity and femininity, and then intersex, then you have your more masculine and more feminine. So it's something that I totally see within myself, but also within my peers. Those are also the ones who are trying to keep our language proud and our heritage alive. And yeah, they've been able to do all of that through their, throughout their career, including being on the Emmy Award winning uh, HBO series We're Here, which follows drag queens as they, quote, continue their journey across small town America, spreading love and connection through the art of drag. This was from HBO, where they were able to highlight their queer culture in indigenous spaces as well. Um, And with all of this, they have continued to fight for the rights of queer people, not only on a local community level, but federal level as well. Um, They've been speaking up about the discrimination they've been facing, uh, large in part to the latest anti-queer policies in the United States. They're also really big about advocating for health care and accessible health care for everyone, including and especially for the indigenous people, because we know what happened during COVID and how little was done for them. And they are very big advocates in uh, talking about getting access to that. So really cool to see. I did see, and I don't know if this is true, that they were renewed for a fourth season, but I feel like they got canceled at one point right here. It could be. uh, I know HBO just listed their... The like big shakeups of the cancellations, continuations, right. um, new shows. So I'm not sure, Ugh. but yeah, it's a really cool story. Again, uh, someone will be checking in, yes. to see yes. what they do in the future. Yes. In the meantime, listeners, if you have any suggestions for this segment or anything at all, um, you can email us at stephaniemomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast. Or on Instagram and TikTok at Stuff One Ever Told You. We have a tea public store and we have a book. You can get wherever you get your books. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina, our executive producer, Maya, and our contributor, Joey. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff One Ever Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands. 
not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly boring since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. Mother's Day is right around the corner and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast host Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.